chest to my whole life, to the world, they can't be found. Jesus, I pay my vows. Don't turn me around. I burn the bridges to yesterday. Can't be found. I am yours. I'm yours. Take all of me. Everything I am, everything I have is yours. I yield to you. I surrender to you. Give my life to you. Everything I have is yours. Everything I have is yours. I'm yours. Hey, Nate, we're starting with. Uh, I rest. don't hold back anything. I don't hold back anything. Everything I have, everything I am, I am yours. I'm yours. My dreams are yours. My future. He says he's in charge himself. Well, well, well. How many of you are glad to be in the prayer and praise service tonight? Good to see you tonight. Good to see all of you. Would you stand with me as we begin this special service? Thank you for all of you. I don't even know how many, but the people that were telling me this morning that they were praying, they couldn't be here at the church, but they were praying put that together with the well over 100 people that came out to pray this weekend, and we were looking at somewhere around over 200 people that were involved in our prayer watch service, and we ought to give God praise for that. That's awesome. Wonderful. Thank you for all of you who were so involved. We, probably somewhere around 300 and some folks came out to our, our family communion service that we have every year. Thank you for coming and being a part of that. The Lord would move mightily in that service. It's one of the, my most favorite things that we do all year long, and I thank you for all of you that came and were a part of that. God is just going to do great things in this coming new year. He's going, I said he's going to do great things in this coming new year. This morning, I was blown away. I don't know where y'all came from. This place was jam-packed from one side to the other. They were sitting on the front pews, and they were, they were all, every pew was full in this church. I don't know where y'all came from. And on top of all that, a bunch of folks got saved this morning. Amen. Amen. God is just doing some great things. And tonight, to call it a Sunday night prayer service like this, and, and you've come to pray. How many of you know praying is the best thing we can ever do? If anybody would come here and be disappointed because we were having a prayer service, Sister Peggy, they ought to get saved. I said they ought to get saved. 
I told you I was bold as a lion after this morning's message. I, I walked out of here and said, oh, my goodness, they'll probably vote me out. Instead, a lot of you patted me on the back and said, Pastor, that's what we want. God is just doing great things here because we've decided not to just be a church. We've decided to be the church of Jesus. We've decided that we're going to please him and not people. We're not going to look to please in any of the people or programs. I'm not here to be a preacher to put on a show for you. I'm not juggling for you. I'm not putting on a magic show for you. We're not here to perform for you. We're here as living epistles of God's word to spread the word to this world that Jesus Christ is the son of the living God. And he is coming very soon. I said he's coming very soon. Amen. If you haven't yet figured it out, I'm trying to get you ready for tonight. I want to pray through. I want things to, I want us to shake the kingdom of God, and I want things to be birthed in the spirit, and I want things to drop off. Folks, you know, I was praying here the other night, and I, as I was walking up and down the pews, and the music was playing, and the lights and the candles were all lit, and it was so reverent and beautiful, and as I was walking up the aisles, I started anointed my hands and I started praying for every family that was in our church and I was laying my hands on every pew I only got to about the fourth one and when I got up to the fourth one the Lord showed me a picture in my head that there were chains breaking off every single pew every family that had trouble and trial God was doing things and I I didn't dare miss one pew because I knew that I was praying and in the spirit I saw things dropping off of each one of them. I'm telling you, this place has been set free tonight. So you are here to be free. You're here to worship. You're here to praise. You're here to shout if you want to. You're here to sing. And you're here to please only one, only one. And that is the Father God, the precious, precious Trinity. We're here tonight to do that. Amen. Let's lift our hands right now in this house and let's give him praise. Let's seek him right now and from the very beginning. Lord, we come before you. We've come here, we don't have any agenda, we don't have anything that we're trying to accomplish in ourselves, we're, we're not here to put on a show for people, we don't care about that anymore, Lord, all we want to do is please you. All we want to do in this house tonight is touch the hem of your garment. Lord, there are those that need a healing touch, I'm believing you tonight for healing. There are those that need deliverance, Lord. They've gone through a difficult season. They found themselves wandering in the wilderness. And tonight, Lord, they have found themselves standing on the very banks of the edge of their wilderness. And they're ready to walk through on dry ground to a new and wonderful promised land. I believe tonight for healing. I believe tonight that you're going to bring provision for your people. I believe. I believe, Lord, you're going to set a fire in this church. And we are going to experience a revival of revelation. We're going to see Jesus Christ as we've never seen him before. Come alive to us tonight, Lord. Come alive to us tonight, Lord. We seek your face. We seek your face. We desire to please only you. No, oh, we prayed in the mighty, mighty name of Jesus Christ. And everybody together said amen. Amen. Now put your hands together and give the Lord praise. And don't do it halfway. Let's do it with all of our might. In the name of Jesus, you are lifted up high and holy in this house. Listen to what this scripture says about our service tonight. Oh, come, let us sing unto the Lord. 
Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and make a joyful noise with him, unto him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God and a great king above all gods. In his hand are the deep places of the earth. The strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his and he made it and his hands formed the dry ground. Do you have any problem tonight believing him for mighty things? He's the God of the ocean. He's the God of the mountains. He's the God of the dry land. He's the God of the air and the space. He's God of it all. Oh, come, the writer says in Psalm 95, oh, come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our maker. For he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you will hear his voice, can you say amen to the reading of God's word? One more time, let's put our hands together and give him great praise. Sing to us. You are my soul. I can't be left behind the one else will do Lord. I will take hold of you. I need you, Jesus. I need you, Jesus.
What's happening right now is the Lord, he comes in and blesses us sometimes. I think he just blesses us because he loves us. But until we surrender, <laughs> I want more than to just feel good. I felt good. I, I have served the Lord for many, many, many years, and I have felt great. But now what I want to be is really, really changed again. Here I am. Here I stand. Lord, my life is in your hands. All I want you to.
All throughout this service tonight, the altars are always open. Oh, I want you to feel free to worship tonight. I want you to feel free, free to pray. I want you to just follow the leading of what you sense in your heart you need tonight. if you will, to make your way across the front right quick. If you have need of healing, and this is a very specific moment of prayer. If you have need of healing in your body physically, I'm talking about physical ailments, your, 
suffering in your body physically. I'm believing right now for healing in this house. I want us to get the oil. The Bible says if there's any sick among you, let them call for the elders of the church, laying hands on them and anointing them with oil. Pray the prayer of faith. And the Bible says the prayer of faith will save the sick. I'm believing right now. How many of you first, before we pray for these folks who need healing, I'm asking you in this house, you'll agree with me right now for healing. Let's pray. I want in a prayer of agreement. Lord, we come together as a congregation, believing you right now in agreement that you will touch and minister to the men, the women, the boys, the girls that will come forward who need a healing touch. I'm believing, Lord, for your touch on their lives. I pray against and rebuke infirmity, sickness, disease. We ask you to touch them, minister healing to them in this house. May it be so in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.
while you're seated that's fine if you want to be seated that's fine if you want to stand that's fine too Break every chain, break every chain, 
You got a family situation that needs prayer. I want you to get out from where you are and meet me right here in the center altar. Both sides right here. As quickly as you can. I got a lost son, got a lost daughter. I got a family situation. And my family needs reconciled. My family needs fixed. My kids are in trouble. I need God to move mightily. Move now. In as close as you can. Get over here. Try to stay in the center area right here. Between these two sections. The Lord is my strength. The Lord is my strength. The Lord is my strength in my high tower. Oh, the Lord is my strength. The Lord is my strength. The Lord is my strength. My high tower. So move in. Are you as close as you can? Move in real close here. Don't be afraid of one another. Come on down from that center aisle. Now someone's standing right here with you. They're going through the same thing you might be going through. Or something similar. They need God to move. And I'm believing right now, I'm believing that it's going to happen. There's been too much prayer, too much faith, too much fasting. We're in position. We're in position. You're in position right here, right now. Where you're standing. I feel the Holy Ghost. I'm not speaking in myself. You are positioned right now to receive. I want you to open up your heart. I want you to believe right now by faith that God's going to do something. I don't know where they're at right now. I, they might be at the tavern. They might be in the living room, sitting in a couch, watching a movie. They may be mad as fire. They may be sitting here in the church. You are positioned right now for the power of God to overwhelm the situation. For him to turn it around. Are you ready? I want you to say, Lord, I'm ready. I want in your heart, I want you to open it up and absolutely be ready to receive. When you want the rainwater, you put a barrel out there to receive it. I want you to put your barrel out right now. God's going to pour out his spirit upon every son and every daughter. They're going to have to repel him or give in to him. They're going to have to answer to him tonight. They're going to have to make a decision in their life. And it's going, there's been too much prayer. There's been too much praying over them. There's been too much blood that has been absolutely, oh, pled over them. Right now, you're ready to receive. I want you to reach over and gently lay your hand on someone's shoulder. They're going through the same thing you are. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Begin to pray right now. Call their name out. Call their name out in this altar. Ready to receive the rain. In the name of Jesus. Lord, right now, every, every son, every daughter, every family situation, Lord, we lay it before you in this altar. We believe right now that you are moving. We believe right now there's an earthquake. In the name of Jesus. We believe you, Lord, right now. We're doing spiritual battle. We've been fighting with the kids long enough. It's time to do battle in the spirit. 
We pray right now in the name of Jesus. We plead the blood of Calvary and of Christ over them. We ask you, Lord, right now, take the scales down off their eyes. Let them see the truth in front of them. Let them come confront face to face with your Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Every single time, 
You have been my strength, my tower. Lord, my brothers and my sisters, we have come one accord to worship and adore you like we never have before. We want to know you now in a new and different way as we worship here before you, Lord. Let your glory, let your glory, Lord, fill this place. Let your glory fill this place. Let your glory fill this place, Lord. Let your glory fill this place. Mighty God, come and fill your holy temple. Consuming fire fall. Let your glory Let your glory fill this place. Let your glory fill this place. Let your glory fill this place. Mighty God. Come and fill your holy temple. Consuming fire fall. Let your glory Let your glory fill this place. Let your glory fill this place, mighty God. Come and fill your holy temple, consuming fire and fall. Let your glory fill this place, mighty God. We need your glory, Lord. Let your glory. Let your glory fill this place. Let your glory fill this place, mighty God. Come and fill your holy temple. Consume fire and fall. Let your glory fill this place, mighty God. Let your glory. Let your glory. Let your glory fill this place. Let your glory fill this place, mighty God. Come and fill your holy temple. Consuming fire Let your glory fill this place, mighty God. Send down your glory. 
Fill the atmosphere. 
dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I got to read it again. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide, shall abide, shall live, shall reside, shall be hidden under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him will I trust. I will not trust in my circumstances. I will not, I will no longer trust in what's going on around me through other people. I will not look to people. How about this? I will not look to the church. I will not look to the preacher. I will not look to my friends. I will not look to my family. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in him will I trust. 
Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler. I want you to receive this tonight. The Lord is the one. He spoke to me over here and said, someone needs this. I'm giving this to them. I don't know who you are. You'll know it in your own spirit. You'll know it in your own heart as I'm reading that this is for you. And when you know it connects with your holy, with your spirit, the spirit of God in you, when you connect with this, then you are to claim it and stand on it. You see, all the prosperity people and all those name it, claim it folks that they got accused of being, they were, they would just take things out of the air and just take things that they wanted. But the naming and the claiming of things that come from God as a promise to you or that's spoken to you, that you can claim. That you can, you can take to the bank. That you can hold on to and put it in your pocket and pull it out in times of dis discouragement. You can hold to it. Listen, this is for someone. Surely he shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler, from the noisome pestilence, the chaos and the confusion around you. He shall cover thee with his feathers and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Stay the course. Stay the course. Keep the faith. Fight the fight. Don't give in. Don't sit down. Don't give up. Don't compromise. Let God's powerful truth in you be your light and your, to light your path and to lead you as you go. His truth shall be your shield and buckler. Thou shall not be afraid for the terrors by night nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side and 10,000 at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Behold, because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high, you have made him your habitation, your dwelling place, your residence. You've made him your home. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over you. I'll stop right there, right there and let you receive it. He will give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample underfoot. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me. He shall call upon me. And I will answer him. That makes me want to shout right there. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him or her. And I will honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. It is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord. I don't know who receives that as a telegram from heaven. 
but receive it tonight. Claim it tonight. Stand on it tonight. Go to bed with that on your heart and mind and let God bring it to pass in your life. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Amen. Amen. Why don't you be seated wherever you are just for a few moments. Young people. I want every one of you, 25 and under, to get up and meet me right here real quick. Not a one of you sitting back. From all over the house. Christians in the house are beginning to pray right now for our young people. Come all the way over here. Come all the way over here. Fill up this part of the aisle so we can all get in the middle. Isn't that a beautiful group of young people? You know why we preach, don't you? You know why we're always picking on you? Why we're always, you know, trying to get in your business? You, you know why we get on your Facebook and we look around? You know why we do that, don't you? Do you think we're just mean? Do you think that all we care about is just, ha-ha, getting you in trouble? We're chasing after you. We're determined with everything in us. See, from your end of it, you don't understand sometimes. Why don't they just leave me alone? Why don't they just let me figure it out? Why don't they just let me make up my own mind? Why don't they just let me do my own thing? Why they always got to be on my back? Why they always got to be preaching? Because we can't bear the thought of you lost and in hell for all of eternity. We can't bear that. We know what we know about God. See, we're not thinking. We're not searching. We're not still trying to figure it out. We're not questioning what we believe. See, we've come through that battle. Now, we understand and we respect that that's where you are. A lot of you, some of you sold out. But sometimes as young people, you go through these seasons of struggle and you don't know what you want and you don't know, you know, what to do. And, and the enemy just feeds you with all kinds of deception and lies. And a lot of people out there in the world, through your education and through jobs and through friends, They'll tell you things. They'll try to steer you away from your faith. They'll do their best. I find it interesting, and you ought to be real smart enough to figure it out. Whenever somebody is trying to gnaw at your faith and try to tear down what you believe, that ought to be a real sign to you why they care about that. Why they care about that so much. 
They're always after you, always trying to get you to change, always trying to get you to do the bad stuff, hide it and be secret. And then some of your friends, they want you to keep your secrets. They want you to not tell anybody. If you're my friend, man, if you're loyal, you won't tell nobody. Sometimes it even happens in youth group. We keep our secrets. We literally start walking down this path of sin, and we, we got somebody, we got a partner, they're keeping our secrets. Can I tell you something about your, your secret friend? They don't give any care or concern they don't care about you at all. They're my best friend. It's my girlfriend. It's my boyfriend. You don't know what you're talking about. They don't care about you at all. If they would be willing to keep your secrets, let you die lost and go to an eternal punishment. See, we don't, we don't preach about that enough. But I need you to know something. I need you to know that what the Bible describes as hell is real. It's real. And it's, it's claiming young people every day by the thousands. And you have got to be prepared and ready in your own life, you've, as never before, you've got to be prepared and ready for when he calls. When the Lord is ready to come or call, you must be prepared. The devil tells you you're young. He tells you you got all the time in the world. But he's a liar. I've done many funerals of young people. I've done them teenagers. I've been a part of an eight-year-old funeral. I've been part of a baby funeral. But I've taken college students and high school students, and I've walked behind their caskets to the cemetery over and over and over again since I've been in the ministry. It happens to young people, and I'm not wanting to scare you. Because we're going to do our best to protect you. We're going to give you a curfew. We're going to limit where you go and who you hang out with. Why do we follow you around? Why do we want to know where you are all the time? Why do you always have to check in with mom and dad? Why do you have to do that? Because we are looking out for you. Why, does, why do I tell mom and dad all over the place, get your passwords to Instagram and Facebook and every Twitter and all that? Why do I tell them to do that? I watch some of you roll your eyes every time I say that in a service because you're just like, oh, great. Now my mama's going to be all over my Facebook. We do that to protect you. You're our kids. We love you. I stood at the bedside of an 18-year-old. He'd been in a little squabble with the guy. And they called me and I ran to Miami Valley Hospital and I found myself, Brianna, in the ICU. He was unresponsive. He could not, he wouldn't talk to any of his family. He couldn't respond and everybody was there. Everyone was crying. 
when I walked in, I knew how serious it was. And I got up by his, by his head, and I got down in his ear. And I called him by his name. And I said, I guess it wouldn't matter, but it's no secret. His name was Abraham. And I said, Abraham? I said, I be? That's what I called him. I said, it's Pops. He called me Pops. He trusted me. I'd always go looking for him. He dropped out of church. You know what I did? I got in my car and I went to Kroger's and I sat in the parking lot waiting for him to get off work. That's what I did. You think we only pick on you. We pick on everybody. Somebody told me he was at Applebee's hanging out with his friends, doing all the wrong stuff. You know what I did? Bridget, I got in my car and I drove to Applebee's and I walked right in. I chased this boy down. But you know what? He trusted me. And he knew I cared about him. And he knew I loved him. And even though he'd roll his eyes, he still, he trusted me. I got up next to his head, bent down, and I held his hand. His mama was on the other side, Sterling. And I said, I'll be, it's Pops. I said, you're hurt. You're hurt real bad. And I said, and I know you weren't at the right place tonight. You weren't doing the right stuff. I said, I'm going to pray with you. I said, you need to pray this prayer with me. I said, I just need to know that you can hear me. And right in that moment, he squeezed my hand as tight as he could. Not only mine, but he squeezed his mama's too on the other end. And a tear popped out of his eye and rolled down his cheek. And I said, ding, ding, ding. He hears me. And I couldn't worry and I, I couldn't fret over his sickness and his problem right now. I had to focus on his heart. So I got down there and I said, I said, Jesus, forgive me. And I saw in his face his struggle as he moved his lips and he tried to talk to me. I knew he was praying the prayer. I knew it. I said, Jesus, forgive me. Cleanse me. Make me ready for heaven. And he prayed that prayer with me. And I turned and I walked away from his bed. His mama was crying. Pastor Ray, he heard you. He heard you. He squeezed my hand too. And then another tear popped out of his eyes. It rolled down his cheek. And I sat there and she was like, look, he's crying. Abraham, you're crying. I cried and everybody cried in the whole room. We stood back and we were just hugging each other and talking. We turned back around and... Abraham was gone. I did his funeral. A couple days later, right here, he was right here. And as I began to share in a letter that he wrote me, because you see, he had a bunch of partying friends, and they were all there. He had a bunch of people that used to tempt him. When he talked to me, Jeremy, he said, when I finally got you know, him cornered one night at Kroger's. He looked at me and he said, Pastor, you don't understand. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get away from you. And I said, why? And he said, because they tempt me. 
He said, every time I go home, they're sitting out there. They're waiting with a beer in their hand. They're waiting to give me drugs. They're waiting. The girls are always waiting. Everybody's waiting. They're tempting me, tempting me, tempting me. And it's a fight. It's a struggle. And, and I, I can't get them to quit. I tried to tell them that I want to serve Jesus. I tried to tell them that I didn't want to do this stuff. But they don't believe me. And they keep pushing it at me. He said, I finally just decided I was not going to fight it anymore. And so when you would call me on the phone, he said, I couldn't take your call because I knew that if you talked to me, I would cave. And if you talked to me, I, I couldn't do it. And so I wouldn't take your call. And I said, so that's why I'm here at Kroger's. I said, Abraham, I love you. I'm going to chase you all the way to the gate of hell. I'm going to chase you all the way there. And look at me, young people. As your pastor and your youth pastor, where's Cameron? Get up here with me. Get up here with me. These kids are yours. We, we're in agreement that we're going to chase you all the way. You will see our ugly faces everywhere. Because we're not going to lose you. I look into your smiling faces. And I'm sorry, Travis. I know you're dealing with grief because you lost your brother this year. We're not going to lose you. We're going to fight for you. And you're going to hate us. You're going to be mad at us. You're not going to want to see us coming. And we're okay with that. We're good with that. Your mom and daddy feel the same way. And they're back there shaking their head going, amen, tell them, pastor. I'm going to love you enough to let you hate me. I read a letter to his friends who were at the funeral. And in the letter he said, I want to. I want to live right. I want to, he wrote it with his own hand. He said, Pastor Ray, I, I want to live for God. I want to be a Christian. I want to be sold out. I, I don't want my friends to constantly badger me. I don't want to live in two worlds. I don't want this stuff. He said, I want to live for Jesus. I want to do right. I've still got the letter to this day. I read the letter to them, and I said, for those of you here today that pushed, prodded, and tempted seduced to those of you who kept fighting and fighting the changes that Abraham wanted in his life well here you go I said but let me tell you what he wanted he wanted to serve Jesus and then I went into a gospel presentation at that funeral with the toughest of the tough sitting back in these pews right here and I made an invitation to them to the God of Abraham 65 kids stood up, came down to the casket, stood in a circle all around here, and they prayed the sinner's prayer at Abraham's casket to Abraham's God. His aunt's sitting right there. She knows she was there. Many of our friends were here today that were part of Esperanza because it was because of Abraham 
that we started the Esperanza ministry. And the Spanish ministry in our church was birthed out of one young man's death. I'm telling you tonight, we are going to be there. We're going to be in your face. We're going to be in your way. And it's not because we're mad. It's not because we don't like you. It's not because we want to punish you. It's not because that we, we, we want to ruin your life. It's not because we had a bad life and now we want you to have a bad life. We love you that much. I look at you. You play your drums. You dance. And when you dance, you light it up. I look at you. I see the smile. And I see the tenderness and how you care about people. And you're always kind. Kyle, you've never been nothing but kind to me. You've never turned a bad eye to me or looked down at me. You've always been so kind to me. But you see, son, the devil wants to destroy you. He wants to take the goodness out of you and replace it with hardness, bitterness. And then he wants to trap you. And that's going to happen over my dead body. So I'm going to chase you. And I'm going to chase you. And I'm going to chase you. I'm going to chase you if I have to all the way to college. I'm going to chase you. We're going to be there for you. We're going to pray over you. We're going to talk to you. We're going to have talks. And we're going to share with you. And we're going to preach at you. We're going to pray for you. And we are not going to let you go. So I'm sorry. If you, if you don't want that kind of deal, there's a frozen church down the street that will take you just good. I walked into one youth group. They asked me to come speak here in Middletown. I walked in. And I walked into the youth room. And they had a bunch of mattresses on the floor, boys and girls all laying together on the beds. I was like, I am not speaking here. You can, you can go to a church where they don't care about stuff like that. But you're here in a church tonight where we're going to pray you through and chase you down. And I want you to know now why we do that. Why we're after you. Why we keep tabs on you. Why we look to see what you're into and what you're doing. Because... We're going to protect you. We're going to do everything in our power to preserve you. We're going to do everything we can to present you to the Lord. And then you'll have kids one day, and you'll know the same routine, and you'll be the one checking on Facebook. You don't see it now, but you will. When there's other young people under you, your kids, you're going to be worse than your mom and dad were. I promise you. So we're going to pray for you right now. I want everyone out here under the sound of my voice, if you will, I want you to lift your hand towards this altar. Youth leaders, if you're in the building, I want you to get up and make your way around this group here. I want us to pray a prayer of intercession over you. We're going to pray over you. We're going to pray the enemy out. We're going to pray that God be free in you. I'm going to pray for some of you because you got your minds all vexed. You got your minds all bound up in lies and deception. And you don't know nothing about God. You don't have a relationship with him. You have been living in this big lie. And it's time right now for it to break. And you can't control it. Because we're going to pray that the Holy Spirit will break it over you so that you are going to be free. You're going to either have to accept or reject what he's doing. But you're going to be free. How many of you know we can pray that prayer? I want the choir to stand up. Lift your hands towards us and pray down to this altar. If you've got a kid in this altar, if you've got a family member in this altar, I want you to step out and come behind this group right here. I want you to stand with us. If you've got a, somebody in here you belong that belongs to you, you claim them tonight in the name of Jesus.
I'm feeling the Holy Ghost right now. I'm feeling him strong. This is going to be spiritual warfare right here. How many of you kids will testify openly in this altar right now that you will receive a work of God right now in your heart? Let me see. I want to see the ones that's going to receive. You don't have to lift your hand. You don't hold it up. I want to see it. You're not ashamed. You want to see God do what he's going to do. Okay. I see who wants it and who don't. We're going to pray right now. Everyone standing around the perimeter here. Are you ready? I want us to pray. Give me something good. I want some praying music. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come right now as a congregation. We ask you, Lord, by your Holy Spirit to do something supernatural over those young people who are willing and wanting to receive from you right now. I pray in the name of Jesus that you will, Lord, bind the enemy. We rebuke the devil, the demons from hell. We rebuke every one of them, the ones that have deceived them, lied to them, tried to take them down the roads of rebellion, tried to turn their faith off. God, I come against that liar. I ask in Jesus' name, you'll set our young people free tonight. Let them feel your presence afresh and brand new. Let them know, God, like the day we dedicated them. Let them know right now a touch from the Heavenly Father. Let them feel your presence right now. Let them sense the angels of the Lord right now. And Lord, let there be a work, a breaking of every yoke, of every bondage and every chain. Oh, in the name of Jesus Christ, we ask it and we pray right now. Oh, in the name of Jesus Christ, in the name of the Lord, touch their hunger, touch them, God, with a desire. Make them thirsty tonight for your power, your presence. I pray in the name of Jesus. Let them feel, God, a hunger like they've never felt before. Let them have a desire, God. Let it not be satisfied. Let them have a desire, Lord, that they have got to find and discover more of you than they've ever known before. I pray it in Jesus' name. Let revival break out in the youth group. Let revival and peer pressure, God, that is positive. Let it be something, God, that starts speaking to every other young person around them. Let them quit trying to keep secrets with their friends, God. Let them be honest and care and open, full of a desire to please you. Set them free tonight, Lord, I pray in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. And we give you honor and we thank you for it, God. For in your name we pray. In your name we pray. And all the young people said amen. 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 Now listen to me. Give me a minute. I I laid something out there I want to close with. I told you, the people that keep your, your secrets, I told you they don't care about you. They can't care about you. Unless they're just deceived as you are. In that case, then they're no good for you. But if they keep your secrets, then they want you to be lost. They encourage you to be lost. They have a desire for you to be lost. How can that be your friend? How can that be someone who says they care about you? They don't. Surround yourself with other young people that care about you. Surround yourself with other young people that will strengthen you. Find a good friend. Luke, find a good friend that will encourage you, pray for you, and will even challenge you when they feel like you're going off track. Find the friends that will support you. Don't hook up with someone who isn't of your faith. Am I allowed to say that? What are you doing messing with people that aren't part of your faith? 
You believe in Jesus Christ. You believe in the, he's the son of God. You believe in salvation that comes through Calvary's cross. Don't be hooked up with nobody that don't believe that. You have no business being with anybody like that. Don't date them. Don't hang out with them. Don't, I mean, don't, don't, be, don't be close to them. Be a light to them. Be witness to them. Be friendly to them. But you don't need to be hooked up with them. Protect yourselves. Surround yourselves with people that will lift you up. Surround yourselves with people that will help you be strong. You got it? Okay. In Jesus' name. Say that with me. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I love you with all my heart. You got something you want to say to him? No? You're like, you've done enough, right? <laughs> all right. I love you. It's usually good when someone says they love you to say it back. All right. Makes them feel all warm and fuzzy inside. You're the greatest group of young people in the whole world. Thank you to all of you that came to the prayer watch. Thank you. The pictures were beautiful of watching you pray all over the sanctuary. We've got good kids, Cameron. We got it. He's doing a great job, isn't he? Isn't Cameron doing a great job? I'm proud of him. I'm proud of our youth leaders. Proud of our program. I'm proud of all these kids coming out on a Sunday night. Come on now. We ought to be thankful for that, right? God's moving. God's shaking our church. And he's got this. He's got you. I'm believing this year for your youth ministry to be the best, baddest, awesome, most awesome thing that it's ever been. I want to see more fire. I want to see more revival. I don't want to see no negative attitudes. Say no. No negative attitudes. Take that old negative attitude and throw it in the garbage can. None of that. Be positive. Be peer, peer pressures that are positive. Pressure people to do good. Pressure them to be good, to give themselves to God and complete surrender. Let's turn this tide around and let's make this the baddest year you've ever had, all right? And I mean that in a good way. All right? Say amen. Say amen. All right, all for one. All for one. In Jesus' name. All right, I love you. I love you. Go, go be seated. Give our young people another big round of applause. You'd stand with me. We're going to close in prayer tonight. Thank you for coming out. Those of you who were able to come out to our prayer watch this weekend. Thank you for a beautiful crowd here on a Sunday night prayer and praise service. I'm believing God to touch us this year. I'm believing this to be the best year we've ever seen. I know the enemy is going to fight. I said, I know the enemy's gonna fight. He's gonna do everything in his power to discourage, to defeat, to depress. But we've gotta be determined that God is bigger than all that. God is bigger. And God's gonna take care of us. If we'll stay faithful, we'll stay true to him. Be determined, amen? I want you right now, if you will, just reach over and touch someone on the shoulder. We're gonna be dismissed in, in unity of prayer. I know I've got you touching a lot tonight. Let's pray together for our church, for this new year. Pray for your pastor. Pray for our staff. 
pray for our country. Father, as we come before you now, we intercede. We come and ask you to minister now, Lord, to every man, woman, boy, and girl in this house. Touch them by your Holy Spirit. I pray, God, as we prayed for the lost, as we prayed for healing and provision and blessing, as we prayed over those that needed special prayer, we just pray right now, Lord, for our church as a whole. We pray in the name of Jesus that you will touch there, th this, this place, God, that it'll be a light for you, a witness for you, that it'll be Jesus to this community. We pray in the name of the Lord that, God, you'll guide us and keep us in all of your ways. Let us hear from you. Lord, we're listening. Ask, God, ask of us whatever you would desire. Lord, help us in all of our strength to be obedient to you. I pray over the anointing of ministry in every area. I pray that you will touch us to live out your perfect plan and will in every area of ministry. Touch every director, touch every leader, touch every pastor. Let everything, God, be to your glory and might. Let not one man or woman take glory or credit for themselves, but let us be humble and broken before you. And God, let us truly see the glory of God alive in this church this year. I pray in the name of Jesus. Lord, light this place up. Let, our, let the preaching be anointed. Let the worship be anointed. Let us, God, please you in everything we do. Let us love one another, be unified together. Let us be determined, God, that we're going to build up one another. Help us, God, in all that we do to be an example to one another of brotherly love. I pray this in the name of Jesus. Make us one. Make us unified together and let your work be accomplished. I pray, God, for our building project. I pray in the name of Jesus as we are now in the finalizing of plans. I thank you for this, God, and I thank you that you are going to be in the middle of all of it and that this year, God, we're going to see it come to pass. I thank you for this. I pray that you will provide, that you'll lay it on people's hearts to be a part and that, Lord, your work will be done and, Lord, it'll be to your glory and honor to give us that that we need to effectively minister to this community. I pray it in the name of Jesus. Touch everything, God, that you have given us to do as we are obedient to do it. In Jesus' name we pray. We pray over our nation. Pray over our country. We pray over, Lord, your work in the United States of America. Anoint leaders to stand up and to rise up in strength and be leaders. Anoint them, God, and give them wisdom. We pray in the name of the Lord. Touch them to effect change and to help us in this last day. Lord, I still believe America's blessed because you still have a people here. You still have a people, God. And when we look at the maps, we don't look at the media, but when we look at the maps and we see the votes and the gallops, we understand and know most of America still honors God. Most of America still believes in God. And Lord, we know you're blessing your people. But God, we're not going to be deceived by the enemy. We're not going to be deceived by media and by politicians. We're not going to let that happen. We're going to stay the course, fight the fight, and keep the faith. And in it, God, we're going to see your blessings. We thank you for it tonight in the name of Jesus Christ. And everybody said amen. 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 God bless you. Have a wonderful, wonderful